Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Townsquare Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue. This is a weekly public affairs program designed to keep you informed about important issues affecting Monmouth and Ocean Counties. Now here's Vin Ebenu with this week's Jersey Shore Journal. And a good evening to you. I hope that you've all had a great weekend and I thank you for joining me tonight to discuss the Jersey Shore. I have two guests for you on the show tonight. Monmouth County Commissioner Director Tom Arnone discussing the summer season ahead and Matt Heil, a fisheries biologist with the state DFW, discussing all the rules in New Jersey when it comes to going out and crabbing. Then Dan Alexander has a look at what's on the Jersey Shore calendar this week. There's so much to do in Monmouth County this summer that you should start planning now so you can try and get to all of it, or most of it, this summer. I recently spoke with Monmouth County Commissioner Director Tom Arnone to discuss the summer tourism season ahead, what it means for businesses, what it means for restaurants, and then what it means for you and all the great events and activities going on in Monmouth County this summer. Always something to do in Monmouth County throughout the year, but it's uniquely special in Monmouth County throughout the summer. And I uh, want to welcome you onto the show, Commissioner Arnone. Oh, thank you, Vince. It's always a pleasure. So weather's been getting better. Hopefully we get great weather primarily for the summer season ahead and everything. And uh, what are some of the, the goals that, that you have that the rest of the commissioners have in Monmouth County for uh, what you'd like to see this summer in terms of um, tourism and the tourism economy? Well, first, the first thing I want to see is beautiful weather. Uh, that's, that's first and foremost, because without that, um, it, it becomes a little bit difficult. So that's first and foremost. And then what I want to see is a vibrant, busy, safe summer for the residents of Monmouth County and all of our tourists. And, and uh, we, the county, is going to do everything we possibly can to assist our, our towns and our municipalities on what would be the tools that they would need to make sure that they have a successful, again, uh, not to reiterate, but a safe um, tourism season. And, and just how much of a driver is this for Monmouth County to have a successful tourism season? What do you think um, needs to be done for uh, restaurants and businesses and everybody in Monmouth County to have a successful summer? So what we have to do is, it, it, you're 100%, it is a huge, huge part of the success of, of, of Monmouth County's um, whole economic climate. Without a positive, positive tourism season... Um, where where some local businesses uh, business tr- um, triple in sales and maybe even more in sales and where we have our local seasonal businesses and and I don't just talk from Memorial Day to Labor Day but from Memorial Day to maybe the end of October without that successful part of that uh, of that season um, quite frankly I don't think they could survive so. 
We have to do different things out of the box, which we have done. We just had a tourism advisory meeting, um, I think it was about two weeks ago, with all of our partners and our stakeholders. I'm having a press conference on the 23rd. I hold it at a different beach every year, which will be this year I chose Spring Lake. Um, we are basically marketing all the big days that we have. Um, and let's just use for example, we got the food truck weekend, uh, New Jersey food truck weekend that will come here from the 27th to the 29th. Uh, we got shore festivals, we got uh, city festivals, Asbury Park, and many other towns. Then you got the normal days, and then and then we run into the um, the fireworks season. And when we get into that period of time where towns celebrate there, but what does that do? That brings people to a certain area where there's a lot of food establishments. And so we, we, you know, really showcase and give them the marketing tools that they need so that we get the word out. And, and you know, and I'm sure you know, Ben, that we created the uh, Brewed and Distilled in Monmouth. Oh, yeah. And so what we're doing, yeah, what we're doing with that is we're marketing not just our breweries and distilleries, but all the surrounding businesses around it. Because um, the tourism season is busy. Our beaches will be packed. Uh, we have the best shore beaches, I think, in the state of New Jersey. They'll be packed, but people want things to do at night. And it doesn't necessarily have to be on the beach areas. And that's why we offer so much more at the outlets and the, the racetrack and, and different areas that we could uh, give people ideas what to go spend time with their family. So, you know, it, it's, it's a whole component. Um, and then, of course, the music scene, which everybody loves. You know, you got the... Um, you got the music at, at Count Basie, obviously. Then, of course, you got the Stone Pony stage, and you got um, all those different areas. And, of course, the PNC Art Center. Oh, yep, concerts. yep. All those things we got to bring together um, to make it a, a successful season. And most importantly, not everybody likes the beach. So who ha what, what better place than to go enjoy uh, the uh, Monmouth County Parks? Yeah. Or play golf or do any of those different um, type of activities. So we, you know, we work well with them. And, um, and as I said in the beginning, that we also focus on safety. And we're the only county that just recently launched the Monmouth County Beach Public Safety Dashboard, where we'll, you'll be able to go on there to see what the beach um, at www.monmouthcountybeaches.com, where you will be able to find out okay accessibility and how the obviously the the uh the waters are it's more of a safety dashboard and uh we're the only one well we're the first county in the united states to do it actually but uh, i said the state of new jersey but i met the united states there so you know we're going to be able to tell them the uv index uh water temperature wave height all those areas of safety and then um of course how busy it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so really good tool. Really good tool for us. And it's, it's groundbreaking in, in itself, the Beach Public Safety Dashboard. It provides just so much need-to-know information, so uh, information that's big. Whether you're living in Monmouth County, you're vacationing in Monmouth County, whatever it is, you're like, oh, hey, I could check out all these different things, the lifeguards, the water conditions, beaches, parking, and so much more. I mean, it, this is such... And I know we've talked about this in the past, Commissioner Arnone, such a game changer for enjoying summertime in Monmouth County. Exactly.
Exactly. And, and you know what? But government really, really never has stepped up to this level um, of, of assistance. And, you know, been, since I started here, I said the only way we're going to be successful uh, is to be partners with our, with our partners. And that's our municipalities. And that's just what we do. And how have you been able to grow that relationship with hearing from the mayors and the councils and uh, really just people from across all the community, all the 53 communities, municipalities in Monmouth County was saying, hey, or especially those who draw big time revenue in the summer from tourism, like, here's how we can continue to grow. Here's how we can continue to uh, help everybody have a great time. What we do is we meet with our with our stakeholders, and that's what I call them stakeholders, um, on a daily on a on a, a regular basis to make sure that if if there's any needs that we're missing, and and contact us. And what we also do is at every one of these events we attend and give a little bit about um, about you know what the county's about and what we have, which is very important because there's a lot of activities that people are very, very, very um, happy with, you know, getting this information from. And, you know, heading into the summer, you know, I want to take a step back. Pandemic-wise, I mean, it certainly impacted everybody, and you and I have discussed this. I know you've held um, some press conferences over the last few years just on, okay, here's what we're doing now, especially during the pandemic, and and kudos to you and the, the rest of the Board of Commissioners for doing that. But how have you seen Monmouth County, you know, continually step forward or bounce back from what happened in the pandemic? And I know you pointed out, uh, I think it was in 21, just how many people ended up staying local, either because they couldn't travel or there were restrictions or so on and so forth, that in some ways helped Monmouth County. But how have you seen Monmouth County continue to bounce back from 2020? Well, uh, we're, we're back. We're back and we're stronger than, stronger than the storm. I guess you could say. And um, we basically, basically are back at, at our full capacity thanks to the great work that our municipalities have done and then our partnerships with, with each other. And that's the key. Um, and we're working together, and it's, you know, it's just it's going to be a successful system, uh, or season, I should say. And we're, what we're going to do is we are going to make sure that this is going to be one of our best tourism seasons. And have you seen that that tourism revenue continue to bounce back or or even become greater than it was? Every year it has increased. And and I and I really credit all these initiatives that I just talked about. And what are some of the things that you'd like are introducing this year that people in Monmouth County should be uh take trying to take advantage of so that they can get to the right spots or you know, enjoy all that Monmouth County has to offer. I know you and the commissioners have had the Made in Monmouth events, um, in in essence, in one part, introducing people to all the great small businesses that are, and, and others that are in Monmouth County. No, basically, you just have to go and reach out. If you reach out to our tourism, our tourism department and you reach out to our website, you will be able to get all the information that you need. Um and, and we can guide you. And, and even if you don't have the ability to reach out to a website or something, just calling our tourism department there. You, you know, we have a friendly department. We have people dedicated to, to just that because we know how successful the, the uh, tourism season is for us. 
What are some things that, and I know we've touched on this in the past, and it's always a, gr- a great part of the conversation, uh, some things that make Monmouth County a special place to be in the summertime, I know, in addition, you know, including the beaches and parks and everything that you've mentioned so far here in this conversation, but um, in, in your view, just with, you know, living and working and being in Monmouth County um, and just experiencing it all, Commissioner Arnone, what is it that makes Monmouth County special in the summer? Our diversity. And, and when, when I say that, our diversity on, on the resources that we have. So you could be down the beach and have all the, the great uh, beach type of environment there. And then you could just travel on out to the central part there or a little off the beach, not even the central part, and, and you know, go to the racetrack and go to our malls. And then you could also go out to the western part of the county where we have the big agriculture industry and we have the horses and, the, and all those areas that people may more uh, gravitate to than the beaches. We have all that. And then, of course, first and foremost, we have entertainment beyond none. And more importantly, we have, the, my opinion, the best restaurants in the state of New Jersey. It's picturesque, too, sometimes. You go great, get great food at, either before or after a day at the beach, go to the parks on a nice day, get some shade. Um, I mean, there's really... There's no shortage of things to do in Monmouth County in the summertime. It's just a matter of, okay, here's what I'm going to do today. Here's what I'm going to do tomorrow. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Exactly right. And, uh, Commissioner Arnone, as we, as we wrap up, um, what is your message out there for people who are either uh, living and working in Monmouth County or for any visitors who are uh, either coming to Monmouth County for the first time or who have rental properties or like to vacation yeah. in Monmouth County about, you know, things to do this summer? So first of all, for the people that live here, um, save your money. Don't don't travel because we have everything you need right here in Monmouth County, and and let's frequent our local businesses. For the people that come here just for summer vacations, continue to do that because we're continuing to grow, and we want to be a tourist uh, destination for the people outside the Monmouth County region. And know that um, we will do everything possible to make this a great experience so that you continue to come back. Appreciate your time as always, Commissioner Director Arnone, and love talking Monmouth County with you. Any any time of the year, any season, uh, always always a pleasure and uh, excited for the summer season ahead in Monmouth County and best to you and, and everybody in Monmouth County, all the, uh, the restaurants and the businesses and everybody who makes Monmouth County summertime special. Um, that would be, you know, I, I have to tell you, Vin, you always reach out to us, and I so much appreciate you giving um, Monmouth County attention, and I, I hope we don't let you down and we live up to all the great things that we talk about. Absolutely, 100%. And then, But just let me know when you're doing the, uh, the Tom Arnone autograph tour around Monmouth County this summer. I'll, I have to get attend that. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> Commissioner Director Arnone, thanks again Thank for your you. time. Okay. Bye-bye. That is Monmouth County Commissioner Director Tom Arnone. Town Square Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue. One of my favorite activities to do each and every summer is go crabbing. Head to the piers or the docks early in the morning, see the sunrise. But really, this crabbing activity is all sorts of fun. It's relaxing, going out there with your family and friends, catching a few crabs to have for lunch or for dinner or whatever. It's really a fun activity, and I love to do it throughout the course of the summer season. But there are some things that we should all know or be reminded of, and I spoke with Matt Heil recently, a fisheries biologist with the New Jersey Division of Fish and Wildlife, 
about what the rules are for going crabbing in New Jersey. And then we talked a little bit about um, strategy, you know, what time of the summer is good to go out, what time of day, and, uh, you know, some tricks of the trade, so to speak, when going out and crabbing. In terms of New Jersey's rules on crabbing, when, when somebody goes crabbing, presumably in the summer, because that's when they're there. Uh, what, what are some of the, the need-to-know rules? Um, what, what do they need to know in terms of how big the crab should be in order for them to keep it, or if it, how small it is to, to determine if they have to put it back in the water? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, basically, just to just give you a little overview, so, you know, boot crab is one of the most predominant and popular crab species, you know, in New Jersey's local bays and rivers during the summer. Um, you know, our blue crabs, they must be a certain length to keep and are measured across the crab from tip to tip of the shell. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. All undersized crabs and female crabs with eggs must be re- released immediately. Um, you cannot sell crabs that, um, that are legally caught unless you're in a possession of a commercial crab pot license. Um, crabs may be taken recreationally with a hand line or a manually operated classical trap or a scoop net uh, without a license. And these are, you know, easily purchased from any of the local tackle shops around. Um, all recreational harvest is limited to one bushel. Um, one bushel is about, on average, 72 to 84 crabs. It really depends on the size of the crab, though. Um, so, you know, what size do crabs have to be um, in order to keep them? So... Majority, you know, if people, you know, catching blue crab, they're going to catch a hard shell crab. Um, this is a crab with a hard shell underneath, and then you're going to catch that majority of the time. And that minimum size is uh, four and a half inches. There is also opportunities to catch um, a peeler crab, which is basically has a hard shell on top, but is about to molt the shell underneath or molt and become a soft shell, but it still has a hard shell on top. And that harvest size is three inches. Again, you're very you're not really going to catch that crab. Most of the time, if you're going crabbing, you're going to catch a hard crab. Um, and then also there's a, um, a completely soft-shell crab, and that minimum size is uh, three and a half inches. And, you know, these crabs tend to be less active, so you're not really going to catch them in, in a crab pot. They're, you know, they kind of hide because they're vulnerable from predators. And, and you know, when I say soft-shell, you think soft-shell uh, crab sandwiches. Mm. Um, and then, you know, anything that needs to get put back in the water... Um, anything below those size limits need to go back. And then, very importantly, female crabs with eggs. So um, we don't really have too many studies in New Jersey, but in Chesapeake Bay, Noah Fisheries did a study that female eggs, um, or female crabs, they can produce between 750,000 and 3.2 million eggs. So it's very important to put them female crabs with eggs back in the water. Um, what else? Yeah, um, uh, to, just a fu- quick follow-up on that the last point yeah. you made, Matt. Um, so, really, if it's a male crab um, uh, in that in the proper size limits, it's okay to keep. But if if somebody sees a female crab and they're not sure if it's, um, I guess, pregnant, um, should they just put it back in the water? Yeah. So, so in New Jersey, you're allowed to keep a female crab. Um, if if you get a female crab with eggs, you're definitely going to tell. You definitely be able to tell um, it's a female crab okay. with eggs. Um, in New Jersey, you are allowed to keep female crabs. A lot of guys that recreational crab don't, and that's perfectly fine. They just feel like it's better for the population to put the female crab back. But you are legally allowed to keep a female crab in New Jersey as long as it doesn't have eggs. 
Gotcha. No, and I appreciate that, that clarification this way. People know what to do. <laughs> They're like, uh, should I keep it? Should I not? Um, and uh, I think you touched on it a little bit earlier, but just again, if is there, I mean, if somebody has, you know, that kind of day where they're just bringing in crab after crab, um, is there a limit to how many, you know, I guess the honor system at that point should be taking and um, so, so on a given day? Yeah, so legally, the uh, recreational harvest is limited to one bushel. Um, one, one bushel, you know, equals 32 quarts, but, you know, on, on average, it's between 72 and 84 crabs. Um, it, it depends on the size of crabs. If you're all getting huge crabs, obviously you're going to have less in there, but it's about 72 to 84 crabs per bushel. And um, I guess what are some of the, um, I guess in terms of crab scale, uh, different crabs or uh, the best times for anybody looking to go crabbing? Is it early in the morning? Is it, you know, after dinner, towards sunset? I mean, when are the best times for anybody looking to, you know, go out and get a few crabs uh, in terms of time of day or even month? Yeah, so, um, you know, the crabs, they, they start out, you know, right now, um, you know, crabs have been coming out of the mud for about, I don't know, a couple weeks now, but it really starts to uh, take hold probably in the first week of July when the water gets pretty warm, all the way to the end of October, really. I've, I've caught some pretty nice crabs at the end of October. Oh, wow. Um, and, and a lot of times, um, you know, a lot of it will depend on current and also the tide. Um, but, you know, I've always had great luck going in early morning. Um, sometimes you, you definitely beat the crowds um, if you go, go in the early morning. But there's, <laughs> there's, there's guys that will get there and start setting up their gear, you know, 3, 4 in the morning. I'm not, I'm not that early, but I'll get there at <laughs> 5 or 6. And, you know, I'll come back with, you know, 12 to 20 good-sized crabs, and that, that's plenty enough to feed me and oh, yeah. my family. So, but, um, yeah, so... You know, I, I would, you know, you can go any time of day, you know. For someone who's just starting out, you're, you're going to catch crabs no matter, no matter what time. So, but um, I always say the early bird gets the worm with, with crabbing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree. Hopefully a successful summer for everybody going out there crabbing and everything. Because you go home, it's perfect for, for lunch, dinner, whatever. And oh, you know, yeah. there, there you go. I mean, <laughs> then, then let your imagination uh, run away. So <laughs> Definitely. Crab, crab cake sandwiches. Oh, you know, Make all the best. Definitely. So. Matt, appreciate your time. That's all the questions uh, I got, um, unless there's anything else you wanted to add in there. No, the, the only thing that I got in from our, from our department was if you want to know different types of crabs. Um, but basically everything, I think I answered your questions. But if you have any other additional questions, feel free uh, to reach out to me. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, um, yeah, I guess we could go on, on that one. I mean, are there crabs that are... Uh, Typical, typically of coming to the Jersey Shore tr- crabs that people would find most often, you know, heading yeah. to the docks. Yeah, so you know, on our New Jersey beaches, um, one of the one of the most unknown crab is our ghost crab, and those are kind of you know, you see a burrow in the sand, and and you think it's it's just nothing, but there's a, a little ghost crab in there. Um, in our saltwater marshes, we have the fiddler crabs. You know, these are the popular ones that are easily identified by the one big claw that they have. Um, in our saltwater bays, we have uh, blue crabs, which we just talked about, and then our spider crabs, which are very unique looking. You know, they're mostly legs with a little bit of body. You know, in our offshore waters, we have rock and Jonah crabs. Jonah crabs have become a very popular crab to eat over the past, you know, 10 years or so. And then in our intertidal zone, our surf zone, we have uh, lady crabs. Those are the crabs that if you ever got your, you know, your toes, your feet pinched while swimming, they're, they're most likely a lady <laughs> crab. So... 
And then, uh, you know, not true crabs, but in the same order of crabs, we have, you know, the little mole crabs or sand crabs that, you know, you d- the kids dig at the beach, and then we have a hermit crab. So definitely have some variety around. So There you go. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't realize how many, <clears throat> excuse me, how many different kinds of crabs come to the area. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, definitely interesting. So for sure. And best of luck in, to your uh, crabbing season as well. <laughs> you as well. Have, have, a, have a good summer. Thank you. All right. Thanks again. Take care. Town Square Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Ben Avenue. Now it's time for Dan Alexander to take the wheel and give us all a look at what's coming up on the Jersey Shore calendar this week. Good evening, Dan. What's going on? Then coming up Saturday, Popcorn Park Zoo hosts their second annual Lions, Tigers, and Beers Festival at the zoo in Fork River from 4 until 8, featuring tastings of over 30 local beers, wines, and craft cocktails while strolling the seven-acre animal refuge. Also on Saturday, the Eagleswood Fire Company hosts their craft beer chili cook-off at the Sea Pirate Campground on Route 9 in West Creek from 1 until 4. Sunday the 11th, Make-A-Wish New Jersey hosts its Summer Wishes at the Jersey Shore Live Music Event at Reef and Barrel located at 153 Seeger Avenue in Manasquan starting at 4 p.m. And Friday the 16th, Casa of Ocean County hosts their Turton Talent Show at the Algonquin Arts Theater in Manasquan from 7 till 10. See the youth of the Jersey Shore region share their talent as they raise awareness and funds for Casa of Ocean County and Collier Youth Services for Monmouth County. To get your nonprofit club or organization's event listed on the community calendar, Click the submit link at the top of the community calendar page on this station's website. For Jersey Shore Journal, I'm Dan Alexander. Town Square Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue. Well, it's time for me to say goodbye and good night, but we do have a full look at what's going on across the Jersey Shore and our free Town Square Media family of apps here in Monmouth and Ocean Counties. Have a great night and a great week ahead, everybody. Talk soon. This has been Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue, a public affairs presentation of Town Square Media. Join us again next week as we keep you informed about important issues affecting Monmouth and Ocean Counties. If you have a story you'd like us to cover on Jersey Shore Journal, please email the host, vin.ebenue at townsquaremedia.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.